We have been so blessed in these days with wonderful music to enrich our worship and enrich our faith lives, uh, especially as we have remained distant and separated from one another. Our section leaders, our choir director, Jeff Reel, our organist, Michael Simpson, have been so devoted through these days, and we continue to be grateful for their gifts and talents, all the ways that blesses us and spreads blessing across the world. We turn our hearts today to scripture and sermon, and we continue to live in very interesting times, and the recent weeks have some powerful juxtapositions. We started this week watching the barricades and the fencing being constructed around our nation's capital. We saw uh, legions of National Guard troops arriving in Washington to guard the People's Congress. These uniformed soldiers are still there. We saw every state in the nation putting the same kind of protections and arrangements, security fences around state capitals all across the land because of predicted unrest and political turmoil. And then on Wednesday, we witnessed one of the great hallmarks of our national democracy, the peaceful transition of, of power, the inauguration of a new president and vice president, including the first woman to be elected to national office. All of this has happened, all of it, on top of a raging pandemic that is worse than ever. We also have lingering issues of racism and racial injustice in the land. We have economic woes and other woes, including division and disdain. And then we have threats of climate change affecting the whole world. So the context in which we live, the immense crises that are just piling on top of each other, and the peaceful transfer of presidential power, this context provides an opportune moment to hear the gospel text for this Sunday. It comes from Mark chapter 1, beginning with verse 14. Listen to these words. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the good news of God. And saying, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And as he went a little further, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat mending their nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I want in these brief moments today to focus on three things from this particular text. First, it says, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. 
Now, given the context of our lives, so many crises crashing in and confronting us, who is not ready to hear something about the good news of God? I, I feel like we've been living with, with so much crazy news and, and bad news. Just what is the good news of God? When Jesus came preaching proclaiming the good news of God, I, I think he's doing what God has always been doing or tried to do. Help us know who we are and help us know that our lives are always rooted in God's life. Help us know what God and the God life are supposed to look like and provide light and hope for our lives no matter what evil, no matter what difficulty and challenge may come our way. God is always in our midst. God always comes alongside us, goes with us. God never leaves us. And God intends for us to live in a certain way, a way that aligns our lives with God and God's purposes in the world, which include justice and joy and peace and wholeness and love and light everywhere for everyone. So Jesus comes on the scene proclaiming the good news of God. To me, the good news of God means the following. You, you, right where you are, and all people matter to God. You, your life, your joys, your losses, your worries, your problems, your loves, your cares are all wrapped up in God who comes among us, knows us, heals us, helps us, forgives us, and focuses us in how we should live our lives. You me, all of us, we are created by God, related to God, called to live and serve God following Jesus. We are not just lost in the mess of the world. No, we belong to God and God's care and God's purposes. They're for us and they are forever. The good news of God, therefore, shapes us and focuses everything about us. Next, and the second thing Jesus says is this, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. The important piece to really note here and never to be missed is this, we cannot hear, we cannot receive this good news of God, the wonderful promises, God's presence, God's love covering us, around us, for us, focusing us. We can't ever receive that or hear it unless we turn from what we are doing, unless we turn from where we have been going, unless we change our direction and change our ways. Another more modern translation puts Jesus' words like this, time is up. The kingdom of God is here. Change your life. It is a call, friends, to give our hearts, give our attention, give our devotion to the things that matter 
the things of Jesus. The world we know has so many problems. Fear and injustice, hatred and intimidation, power and politics, selfishness and greed. We are inundated with these things. Jesus wants us to turn from all of that, repent from that, change our lives away from all of that and work with him and walk with him, imagining and reconstructing a world that aligns our lives and aligns our world with God's best hopes and God's best plans for all of us. So everything that Jesus says and everything that Jesus is going to say will show us the way to that world, that kingdom of God, that reign of God. We love God and we love one another. We focus on forgiveness and grace instead of selfishness and power. We share resources and we spread healing and compassion instead of spreading hate and sowing distrust. We commit our lives to doing justice, to loving kindness, to walking humbly with our God. We are called to change our lives toward God's wonderful promises and purposes. And then, the third major point in this passage, Jesus encounters people and he says very simply, follow me, follow me. Twice in the next few verses, we encounter a wonderful word, immediately. Immediately, it says, Simon and Andrew, without asking questions, without pausing, dropped their nets and followed Jesus. And in a few words down the beach, a few yards down the beach, Jesus and John, Zebedee's sons, immediately it says, dropped their nets, left their boat, left their father, left their hired hands, their fellow fishermen, and followed. Stunning, abrupt following. Across the recent days, we've been keeping Martin Luther King Jr. on our minds and in our hearts as we've just celebrated his birthday this past week and as we've seen so many images of Washington where he gave such a prominent speech on that mall and his monument to him is so prevalent there. In December of 1955, after Rosa Parks was forced off of the bus in Montgomery, Alabama and arrested, Clergy responded to that event by organizing a one-day protest of the city's buses. You probably know about that story, but maybe not this part of that same story. Black ministers and leaders held a mass meeting at Holt Street Baptist Church to discuss the possibility of extending this boycott into a long-term campaign. And during that meeting, Martin Luther King Jr. was present. He was a young pastor new to Montgomery. And toward the end of the meeting, one of the leaders asked the young Dr. King to speak. And King said this, we're going to work with grim and bold determination to gain justice on the buses in this city. And we are not wrong. If we are wrong, the Supreme Court of the United States is wrong. 
If we are wrong, the Constitution of the United States is wrong. If we are wrong, the Lord God Almighty is wrong. And that night, as it was just a meeting, in the course of King's words, it became, as we know, a movement. The word preached led to the word performed in the world. The word preached led to the word performed in the world. Jesus comes preaching the good news of God and he says, follow me. And the word preached intends to lead to the word proclaimed in all of our lives, performed in all of our lives, in our times and forever. The presence and the purposes of God come among us in Jesus, engage us, and intend to align all of, align all of us with the wonderful promises of the reign of God, God's great plans of love and light and joy and justice and wholeness and hope for everyone, everywhere. I've been reading a new book in these days. It's a book entitled Love is the Way, Holding on to Hope in Troubling Times. This book is by Bishop Michael Curry, the African-American presiding bishop of the Episcopal Church. And here's a quote that speaks to my own heart today and all of our hearts in these times, thinking about Jesus who comes proclaiming the good news of God and calling us to change and calling us to follow. It's a word for our lives in these times. Listen to what Michael Curry says. We're not a partisan group. We're not a left-wing group. We're not a right-wing group. We're a Jesus movement. This is who we are. And we come together, Protestant, Catholic, and Evangelical. We come together, Republicans, Independents, Democrats. We come together, liberal, conservative, and whatever's in the middle. We come together because what binds us together is Jesus of Nazareth and his way and his teaching and his life. We're committed to following the way of Jesus who says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. And who also says, love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor, Curry says. That's why we are here. Love the neighbor you like and love the neighbor you do not like. Love the neighbor you agree with and love the neighbor you disagree with. Love your Democrat neighbor, love your Republican neighbor, love your independent neighbor, love your black neighbor and your white neighbor, love your Asian neighbor, your Latino neighbor, your indigenous neighbor, love your South American neighbor, love your LGBTQ neighbor, love your Jewish neighbor, love your Muslim neighbor, love, love, love your neighbor. On these two hang all the law and all the prophets. Jesus came preaching the good news of God. Jesus came saying, change your life. Go this way. Jesus said, follow me. If it's not about love, 
God's love for us that comes first and our love for God and our love for neighbor creating a more wholesome and hopeful world well friends we've missed it it's about love loving God loving our neighbor loving in the world this is our calling we're all a mixed up collection of selfish interest and selfless impulses there's a little bit of bad in the best of us and there's a little bit of good in the worst of us we're all complex but Jesus comes on the scene to encounter us to encounter us to help us know the good news of God to get us to change and to focus our lives so that we follow follow in the ways of loving and serving Jesus Christ toward God's wonderful plans we need good and decent people to rise up and stand up for that which is loving that which is kind that which is compassionate that which is just that which is merciful that which is humane and then we will move our lives and even we'll move the world by God's grace and spirit and power closer and closer to God's reign in Jesus Christ our Lord the youth poet laureate Amanda Gorman captured the nation's attention this past Wednesday her words are worthy of repeating this day when day comes we ask ourselves where can we find light in this never ending shade when day comes we step out of the shade aflame and unafraid the new dawn blooms as we free it for there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it if only we're brave enough to be it God comes among us God calls us God asks us for our very best loving and serving Amen let us pray Holy God you love us so well cover us with your spirit that we can hear your word that we can change from our ways that we can follow you today, tomorrow, forever. We commit our lives in that way, following Jesus.